0: Hello, sunshine. We are so glad that you are with us on today's show. We're going to be talking to somebody who had a lot of questions, which I love if you know me. So I hope you stick around because you might have had some of the same questions and we'll see where it led her. Hopefully it leads you maybe to the same place. So whoever you are and wherever you are, thank you for joining us. I'm Tamara and this is Quality Tam. Don't know about We are so excited that you're here. I'm extra excited because I get to introduce to you someone who I just recently met, who I feel like we've known each other for a long time after talking to her for five seconds. It's like we just met, but we feel like we've always known each other. Today, I have a special guest for you, Melissa Doherty, not... Daughtry, and this is something I wanna clear up because I've heard and I've even seen online people uh-huh. who have yeah. said your name, mm-hmm. the way they say it, and they're like, it's Daughtry, and so then I asked you, is it I don't correct them. And you don't correct them, I see this. Why don't you correct them? Because I think it sounds better than Doherty. You do? Yes. You really? So you like the mistake name? Yes. Over I mean, there's the, a singer,
1: you know, Daughtry.
0: Oh right, right. He made it cool. He did make it so, cool. Yeah, so. Yeah, you're cool because he made it cool. No, you're already cool. Exactly. You're already cool. It just makes it cooler. And I'm so excited that we got to meet. We have a mutual yeah. friend, so yeah. this mutual friend introduced us, and we have just been hitting. We it off. hit it off. We're just like, yeah. <laughs> we just we spent 12 hours. Roughly. The first day we
1: met, we went to a concert. Met, yeah, so you're like, hey, I mean? do you want to go to a concert? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I guess. know
0: <laughs> sure. And then, fun fact, I clearly have curly hair. Mm. Melissa has curly hair. Yes. And I was like looking at you and you were talking to me and I was like, wow, like they're just like, your curls are so, and so, we won't say the name unless they want to sponsor the show, but um, <laughs> I'm looking at you and I'm like, you literally look like this ad that I get all the time on this hair. Yeah, Curly girl. And I'm like, and then you say that you really oh, like, use girl. She yeah. uses what I ordered, guys. It's yeah. the same thing. Same Legit. Product. It's the same product. So I'm just like, we're connecting yeah. with our hair. Mm-hmm. And even more than that, I found, with our belief. Mm-hmm. So... That's kind of what we want to talk about today. So on this show, if you're just joining us, and this is the first Quality Tam show that you have watched, on this show, I really, really think it's very important for us to address topics and situations and emotions that maybe we don't always like to talk about. So we've had shows on anger and frustration and anxiety, worry, fear, these kinds of things that pop up on a regular basis. Um, But But my big thing in regards to how we're addressing these topics Mm -hmm. is really the why behind what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And so who is it that you're reaching your strength from? How are you grabbing, um, you know, what are you going to? What are you reading? What are you looking at? What are you listening to? Who are you listening to? These are a lot of questions that I ask my people and I ask myself on a regular basis and kind of stuff that you do as well. So Mm -hmm. just sort of to kind of start it off, who, who are you? Who are you, Melissa? Why? Where did you come from? You're well, just sitting right here in this I know, room, right? It's I weird. love it. I Um
1: love it. I Most people would know me from YouTube. Yes. Um, and apologetics, which if people have never heard of that before, basically think of like a theological journalist. Okay. Like you want to know what you believe and why you believe it. Absolutely. And you love digging into things like, why is it this way? What, what about this? What sure. about this? And um, the minute I became a Christian, that's basically what I was.
0: Yeah. I didn't
1: know there was a word for it. And um, when was that? Oh, I was sixteen years old. Okay, that's so a fun 16. story. Sixteen,
0: yeah. And before that, so what was your life like before being a Christian? Well,
1: um, I would say I was spiritual, but not religious. Okay. I always grew up, and that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, because I grew up in a household that um, I always thought was New Age, but it really wasn't. It was it's New Thought. Uh, most people don't know what that is, but I guarantee that they either a believe some of these things mm-hmm. or have heard of it in Mainline. Uh, a mainline Christianity, or even in the culture. Yes. Um, it's just basically metaphysical Christianity. Okay. And it's just super spiritual, yeah. and everything is, um, it just seems cooler. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's a great way to yeah, put it. Yeah.
1: It, it makes Jesus just this big yeah. coexist sticker.
0: And and know? I kind of am sort of, <laughs> that's so funny that you said the coexist sticker because yeah. we'll play a clip for you guys later, which will be fantastic. I was laughing at it the most on your Instagram. <laughs> I was looking at Instagram, And I just kept playing it over and I was like, ah, that's my <laughs> Like every time I was like, it's still funny. So then you said coexist and it reminded me. Yeah. But You know, with that said, it's interesting that you say that because I, and that's something that we kind of had a little bit of a um, interesting conversation about as well. Yes, big time, because that's kind of what I have surrounding me. So when I do mentorships or when I go to speak at different places or I'm at a high school or whatever that it might be, it's speaking to middle schoolers. A lot of the time and a lot of questions that you guys have kind of, Kind of lean in towards this this new thought mm-hmm. idea, and people so people think it's new age. It's yeah, not. and it's not. It's not it's new Christian. age. It's Christian. Yes, they, they,
1: people in new thought claim to be Christian. Yes,
0: Just nobody's. Ever and it's in a it. lot of churches as well. Uh huh we would agree on that Uh too. And so we have to be very careful not to like kind of coast on that line and not to just sort of tip over into that world because it's comfortable. Yeah, Or because it's what we've, we've, yes, we've been taught this, this is just what we know. Somebody told you something Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, this is all I've known because that's what so-and-so said or this is what my mom told me and so I've just believed this my whole life. Mm -hmm. Very, very important for us to ask these questions because if we don't ask these questions and we're asking why or what is that, why doesn't that make sense? or why does that make sense? Very important questions because if we can dig dig past the the surface level that's there and peel back and allow God to do a work in our lives in that way, then we're able to find things out that maybe we would have never known before. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're able to actually believe what we believe in because we really believe it. And it's true. And it's true.
1: That's what matters. So you can believe something yes. and you can believe it with all your heart But, and that's why the the question of truth, it seems so simple, Mm -hmm. um, has been coming up more lately. You know, like what philosophically is truth? Yes. What does that even mean for something to be true? Yes. Is it what you feel on the inside? Is it what resonates with you? Mm -hmm. Or is it what corresponds with reality, whether you like it or not? Right. And that's really what is behind Jesus calling himself the truth. Like, hey, you know, like it's, truth isn't like a... It can be abstract as well, but it's also Jesus is coming and saying, Hey, I'm the truth. Yes. You know, the way the, the life. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. And so things that he represents everything that he is as God in the flesh mm-hmm. means that God himself like corresponds to reality. Like it's kind of deep, but it's great. That's what matters. Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter really is it true. Yes. And don't check
0: out if you're like, no, that's too deep for me. Don't (laughs) don't don't (laughs) go anywhere. Just chill. Hold on a second. It's okay. Okay. Stay with us. Because this is for everybody. Yeah. This is something that is for every single person. And big words don't have to scare you away. Mm -hmm. And also make sure that that we don't miss the point of what's going on here. Yes. Like there's and that's very important. With that said, in the truth, that brought you to a very unique place. So you used to quickly, used to be an ex-New Ager. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I would call myself an ex-New Ager because okay. everybody understands that term. Okay. Um, But uh, yeah, I became a Christian. And that's kind of a cool story because like, um, you know, I don't have a lot of cool like things happen to me, but that, that was cool. <laughs> like I became a Christian. And, like, like, that's I, going I, in the books. Yeah, dude, I didn't read the Bible at all. Like I experienced things like the new birth, new creation. Mm. I woke up that day. And I remember just like the light was shining different. Smells smelled different. Um, I felt like who I was yesterday. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I don't know who that person was. I felt reborn.
0: That's so cool. Yes.
1: And it's like I experienced it before that. And um, I had this insatiable hunger to know more. That's cool. Oh, that's never gone away. Um, I wanted to know the Bible so bad. Like, what is this? What is this? And I think that that's that's Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, I really think that if we don't have that, there's something... Like, okay, well, why don't I want to know my Bible? Um mm. but yeah, I really had that. Um and my problem was is that, and you and I talked about this. Um, I had really hard questions. Yeah. I didn't like hell. Yeah. What's up with the violence in the old testament? I don't like that. That's
0: a great question. Yeah, man.
1: I'm like, what what is that about? Um, how did we even get the Bible? Uh, I what about people who've never heard of Jesus? These That's are Christianity one oh one questions. That's right. And I turned into like a pariah. I <laughs> I remember somebody telling me that, um, uh, you're making me stumble in my faith. Ah. And yeah, it's like, but these are things we're supposed to know. These are questions yes. that have been asked in Christianity. People think these are new. Mm-hmm. They're not. These are things that have been asked for, for thousands of years. Yes, And so um, you have theologians, you had Christians, uh, ancient Christians, historical Christians yeah. that have talked about this over and over and over and over again. But it, it, i didn't get any answers but the books on the shelf that i grew up with mm. seemed to welcome them interesting and they said they were christian um and they were open and inclusive and very very open and intolerant of all yeah. religions and beliefs yeah. and they talk about jesus and they quote scripture and so i'm like oh this is a this is a christianity i mm-hmm. i like and i i assumed that's what true christianity was right because they dared to think they dared to be intellectual right they didn't look at intellect as like some sort of like oh no you're doubting the yep. faith and
0: um don't go there
1: yeah and i think it's really weird and um that's a long story but i mean i th- it si- it seeped in yes and it really got me yeah and it wasn't until um it was 2011 after i had my first daughter that uh oh uh, so funny um jehovah's witnesses showed up to my door and it was them that, oh my I thought gosh. all religions basically believed the same thing. If you said you were a Christian, yeah. I'm like, oh, that means that we all basically believe in the same thing. It's like a blanket. Garbage. That is a <laughs> lie. That is a lie. Um, and I found out really quick because I thought that most of what they believed was a uh, rumor. Yeah. I'm like, I don't actually believe that. And um, no, they did. They actually believed uh, what I would consider to be kind of fringe things, like Jesus being Michael the Archangel. Yes. And I'm like, well, where did they get that from then? You know, and so what this caused me to do is uh, research the religion. And when I did that, I simultaneously had to think, okay, well, if the Bible's true, they're mm-hmm. not true. Mm-hmm. And um, then I realized, oh, things that I believe aren't true if the Bible's true. It was really yes. humbling. been there. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And so I had to. I learned that what I believed was um, what people would understand as new age. Yeah. Uh, Even though it's more in depth than that, it's not really new age, it was more new thought. Uh, But it was at that point that I started realizing, oh wow, like people don't want other people to use their brains. Sure. And I learned a lot about cults, you know, like Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormonism, things like that. Like, okay, when somebody's trying to tell you to A, keep away from your Bible, um, to not read it by yourself mm-hmm. and to not think, mm-hmm. you know, like somehow the, the Bible is demoted and your your perception and your experience is elevated. Right. I started realizing there's a pattern there. And yes. uh, there's that's a really good way to get yourself to see you. just, So I've then, just been in ministry ever since.
0: And then now you went deeper into that because you were like, okay, I have all these questions mm-hmm. and this isn't getting answered, or it isn't just this answer, or I looked that up, what you said, but that's not lining up. Mm-hmm. So then you decided, to, did you go to school?
1: Oh yeah, so I ended up going to, I accidentally got a liberal arts degree. Okay, good. We Been talked about too. that. Yep. I just took so many random classes. This is before.
0: I'm not um, mad at my advisor anymore. It worked out for the better yeah. that I double majored. It was but that really was, cool. It was an accident.
1: And then, then I fun. purposely got an early childhood education degree. Good for you. And my third degree I just graduated with, is a, a black bachelor's in uh, religious studies. Great. I went to seminary for that and then i'm now currently slowly getting my masters in a christian apologetics beautiful yeah
0: and maybe one day you will write a book
1: yeah actually it's kind of in the works that's great yeah um i, it's I i'm writing i'm not ready to to t- say what it's about that's okay but um yeah i i'm writing because i never wanted to write but um I'm just surprised nobody's written about this before.
0: Yeah. You're like, hello. Um,
1: Yeah. And so hopefully next year, depending on, you know, if my publisher, when I can talk about it. Good. I don't want to yet. Well, we're so excited. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Maybe you can come
0: back and tell us all about I would it love to. when you're doing that. Yeah. Now on your website, it's interesting because I did I, when I was looking at it. It says you you have a statement of what you believe. So mm-hmm. it says I believe, I believe, I believe. And if, for those of you who don't know, Melissa is very outspoken about what she believes in. And so if there's topics that you want to look at or go to, please feel free to go to her website. Is it Melissa? Is it Melissa?
1: MelissaDoherty.co Dorty.co. Yeah, I heard We'll put it on here. It you can look
0: at it. Take a look. We'll put it in the description below as well. Um, and then also on, you know, you can look at her Instagram. She's yeah. she's on Instagram. She's on. Are you on Facebook as well? Yeah. I mostly just stalked you on Instagram. That was my only That's most okay. of it. But known for your YouTube channel. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things on there that if you have questions about things, she is diving deeper and you're talking to different people as well. So mm-hmm. for those of you who who are into apologetics or you're like, you know, I've never been into that, I don't, I don't know who these people are, take a look and see. Um, for those of you who are interested, who have been kind of walking this road already and sort of are, are already sort of in the, in the deep of it, who are some names of people that you've maybe talked with or you've sort of walked along this journey with that you just really Are loving that you've met them and they're a part of your life.
1: Um, I would consider them like my ministry peers. There we go. Frank Turek. Okay. Uh, We had CIA uh, cross-examine instructor academy here recently. That was awesome. Uh, Greg Kogel, who's like a personal hero of mine. Mm Alicia Childers, Alan Parr. And it's
0: Childers, not Childers, not Childers. It's Childers people. This show's gonna make some names right. Okay. I thought it was
1: Alicia Childers. Oh, not even close. Yeah. When I first met her, I was like, Oh man, both of you have a two name. Like both
0: of Four names. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so it's Alisa. Yeah, yeah. Who else? I'm trying to think of like all these amazing people that I that I work with. Yeah, just like you know theologians, but uh, and they're great. Going down the line in my head and I'm blanking, well, but again, I mean, those are some of the big ones. Yeah, so and also,
0: too, when, if you go to our page, too, you're going to see these different people yeah. kind of pop up as well. Yeah. And you do an interview with a couple people that I just, like, adore. Beckett Cook is one of them. Oh, yeah, Beckett Cook, um, I yeah. pray to the Lord we can meet him someday or maybe yeah. he'll come on the show, whatever. But seriously, these people that you're talking to are people who have really deep convictions. Um, we can get afraid, mm-hmm. I think, because we lose the people that we love. yes. And I think that's one of the biggest things is we don't want to be alone, we don't want to be shunned, we don't want to feel like we're doing life alone, or we Mm -hmm. don't want to feel like um, maybe if we are bold about something, what if we're wrong? Yeah, you know, and that's a hard thing to 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 do and accept as well. On your page, you say, "I believe the Scripture of the Old and New Testament are inspired by God and inerrant in the original text." Yes. Okay. So when you say, and then you go on to say, "Scripture is the supreme and final authority in faith and life. Scripture is useful to believers for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness." Mm-hmm. Now, when you are talking about the inerrant uh, inerrant in the original text, it's interesting that you just don't say the inerrant Word of God. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people say that phrase. Yeah. Explain to us why you say that. So I have a friend,
1: Wesley Huff, and he's a theologian scholar. Mm -hmm. And uh, he actually was part of the reason why I was specific with that, okay? Because one of the things that he does is textual criticism. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Okay, so if people don't know what textual criticism is, it sounds not what it is. (laughs) It's like all you're doing is looking at the original text of the Bible in the original language in which it was given. That it was actually given. Yeah, and you're actually looking at, like my question about how did we get the Bible, that's a textual critic question. Like you're actually trying to figure these things out in a historical context. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so that's what he does. And so in the original language, what that means is that, okay, so think about it. Let me give you an example. Love. Mm -hmm. How many words in the English language is there
0: for love? Oh, man. One. Oh! (laughs) I'm like, I don't, also Tamra.
1: It's one a million? <laughs> it's one. Do you know how many there is in Greek? No, Quino- no I don't, but you're Greek. four.
0: I am Greek. you are, you are Greek, so you would know this.
1: everybody wonders about my ethnicity. That's so funny. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> um, yeah, and so in, in ancient Greek, yes. there's four. Okay. okay. Here's my point is that whenever you're um discussing love, yeah in the original language. And say you're an ancient Greek, okay, and you're reading in that context, you're gonna see that very differently. First John talks about this, okay? Mm -hmm. So the four, let me see if I can remember this. Four different kinds of eros, which is like a passionate love. Mm -hmm. There's agape love, which is godly love. Um, And then there's brotherly love, and then there's another kind of love that's escaping my mind, which somebody watching probably knows and is yelling at their screen right
0: now. Are we talking about the love, like romantic, in regards to that? There's too? passionate romantic, passionate. That's um, the one. Friend
1: love. That's, that's the, one, the one. But I can't remember Brotherly. the name. No, you said and that then one. there's agape love. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so each types of these loves that you're using is a word mm-hmm. in that language that they are using to explain something. Yes. And so, whenever you translate that into like all these different languages, you don't lose anything. To be sure. Right. Okay? Um, And this is why I'm not a King James onlyist. Somebody in the King James tribe would look at a King James Bible as like the word of God, Mm -hmm. correcting even the original. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I used to roll in that camp. That's why I know that. And Mm -hmm. I don't believe that at all anymore because. I love that
0: you're able to say that. Yes. It's wonderful.
1: Yeah. And so it's like, I understand the mindset. Um, I just adamantly don't agree with it. Sure. Um, And so what I mean by that is that whenever you have the original language and you're looking at it, and you're studying that, you're like, oh, I can understand what they meant by that. And if it's translated into a version of the Bible, which is why yeah. I don't have a problem with many different Bible versions. Yeah. People have a problem with that. And I'm like, yeah, actually, it's not that bad. Which is what my next question was gonna
0: be. Yeah. Specifically that was because a lot of the time, like there's certain things that I understand what you're saying because I went to school of ministry. And the yes. reason I went is yeah. because I was a 10 month intense course that I went to and they just, you can ask any question that you want and you dive into the word of God and it's really, you know, you're really, you're really into it. Mm -hmm. But the reason I went was because I had said to myself, I I'm struggling in the fact that there's some things I have questions to that I really need answers. I need I need these answers. Mm -hmm. And if you can't answer this, then is, is what I believe really true. And so that was kind of where I was going down. But now you have this, you have the 79 year old woman who's been reading every single day of her life, who now the word of God is being trans It's transforming her life because she, She's, she's reading through it every day and seeing things she never saw before and it's been so long but she's afraid because she doesn't have the education that she that other people have and she's she's scared because I want to I want to go through the bible and look and understand these things but I don't understand these big words and I can't go back to school and go do all these things again. Mm-hmm. What do you say to that person who is not the the scholar um who is not the 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 one who says I I'm just not into it. I'm not into like peeling back everything and I've got to like spread this out and look at that and deconstruct this and that. What do you, what do you say to that person who, who is, who, who likes NLT? New Living Translation, who Hmm. likes the message, you know, that kind of thing. How how does that translate still with those? I would say
1: that their premise is faulty. Okay. And what I mean by that is you don't need to be a scholar to understand the Bible. Yeah. I think that that is one of the major issues is that, oh, and honestly, I actually relate to this because when I first became a Christian, uh, I didn't understand the Bible. Mm. What is wineskin?
0: Yeah. Yeah, like what (laughs) What What is that? Um,
1: I'm reading a 2000 year old Jewish history book, okay? (laughs) You know what I mean? And so As I get dense. it. Yes, I get it. All right. And so then then you're reading the Old Testament, which is like, okay, what is up with these sacrifices? Yeah. What is up with this? Yeah. Okay. So, but you also got to understand it's not just a book. It's a spiritual book. Yes. Okay. And so to this, I would say a few things. Number one, you need to be discipled. Yeah. Okay. And I I, I don't really think that it's smart. How do I say this? Sometimes people that disciple us think they have all the answers right. and they don't. Right. Right. So I think it's wise to talk to many different people that are smarter than you Mm -hmm. and kind of just take that in. Okay. The Holy Spirit is what teaches you. Amen. Okay. And so relying too much on people can kind of be a downfall in a weird way. However, God obviously uses us in that regard. Number two, use different translations. Right. You don't need to stick with one translation. NLT, I love the NLT. I know,
0: it's very conversational
1: to me. I like the NLT, yes, and I I have an older NIV, that's Mm -hmm. my Bible of choice, but you best be straight and understand, I have an ESV, I have an NIV, NLT, and I'm sitting there, I'm reading, I'm like, this is so cool, okay. Oh, okay, this means a little bit different over here. I understand that better now, though, because this kind of parses it out a little bit. Right. That's what, that's a Bible study. Right. And so um, I think that, and here's the thing, is that I think people have a flaw in understanding that if you read it once, you need to understand it completely.
0: Oh, yeah, that's not true.
1: Yeah, no, there's <laughs> there's there's all kinds of, like, theories, I guess, behind this. Sure. But God wants you to keep coming back. Yes. And you don't read the Bible. And this is the other thing. This is the fourth thing I'll say. People read the Bible. hmm to find something for themselves, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why we really need to read the Bible is to understand who God is. Okay. And so there's some things in there that explain who we are, yeah. how we can function, right? And, and and it's practical. Like it gives things like, okay, what about how do you, how to have a good marriage, right? How to be a don't be a jerk, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there's things in there yeah. that we that are applicable, that are applicable that you can apply yes same thing (laughs) sorry my sister said that word yesterday and it messed with me because she said it wrong and um (laughs) yeah man it messed with me (laughs) and so I think that our reason for reading the bible matters yes if we go in thinking okay I'm gonna read the story of David and Goliath and we're like okay well what are the Goliaths in my life that's wrong Mm -hmm. and um the fancy word for this is hermeneutics What you're doing is – and you do this with history in general. It's not just the Bible. You're reading a book in the perspective of the author that wrote it. And then you're trying to find, oh, what is the perspective of the author Mm -hmm. that wrote the book of Luke? Yeah. What's the purpose of them writing it? Why did they write it? Who was their audience? Mm -hmm. And then when you understand that, all of a sudden it's like, oh, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: oh, I understand why this was written, you know. And so I think that those things would – be like the foundational things I would say to somebody. Yeah, yeah.
0: So the person who mm-hmm. is kind of listening, who's just like, I just don't know why that's important for me. They're like, okay, so to to read it and to see it as that as it is, um, to 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 read it just to know who God is. Why would you say that that is even important to do? I'm gonna be real simple and say it's not about you. Mm-hmm.
1: That's kind of the main problem we have in the church, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and don't want to know be, who God is. Yeah. We want to know who, we want to know who we are. Yeah. And I don't know do you know who Carl Truman is? Heard of Carl Truman. (sighs) Tell me who. He blew my head off last year. (laughs) Not literally. (laughs) Not literally, figuratively. He wrote a book called Strange New World, and this man is a brilliant Christian man. And he has this premise, he called it, um, he did not coin this term, it's about expressive individualism. And his whole point in the book it's mind blowing, and I have no time to go over it all right now. But we live in a society where we are very me-centric. Yes, it's about what serves us. Right. What do What do I What am I going to the Bible? to find that will serve me today mm-hmm. when it's not about you. Mm-hmm. This is actually the point um, of the whole, the, the story of the Bible, to understand the Bible, look for Jesus, mm-hmm. okay? And that's actually a title of a book that I read in seminary. And that's what it does is that it breaks down why we need to read scripture. You come to scripture not to like open it up and point and get like a fortune cookie kind of thing for the day right. and try to subjectively
0: make it fit into your life.
1: You're drawing from scripture the meaning of who God is, the God that you worship, Mm -hmm. and that's the point.
0: So with that said, I want to pause real quick because we're going to show you a quick video. And this might make it a little more clear of what you are talking about. Which if video? this might be you or it might be someone that you know. When you're reading the Bible, is it opening it up and saying, let me just point and try to choose this spot or that spot? Take a look at this. Tell us in the comments if this is you or if it's someone that you know, and then we'll go a little bit more into that right when we come back.
1: This thing is huge. Where do I start? I know. I'll just open it up and randomly point to a verse. That's definitely how it should be read. Ah, me. Huh, sounds super exotic. Ooh, chapter 18, my Enneagram number times two. This is a sign, it must mean something important. Okay, let's see. Do not practice divination, sorcery, interpret omens, engage in wick. Nope, oh no, oh wow. Ew, nope, ew, nope. I need to cleanse that away from my aura. Just cleanse it from your aura. Be gone! Okay, you know what? This needs to be fixed. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. There. Now God loves these things. I mean, God loves everything I love and likes everything I like. Surely God meant to say this because men wrote the Bible, and men
0: are stupid so my favorite part of this video is when you are saying when you're like you take out your pen and you're like oh <laughs> and you're yeah. like nope yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and it's like and you're and you're like let me make this say what i want it to say and yeah. that's not right because god likes what i like and god yes. loves what i love and so it's the point of that that i think is which 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 leads us i know we're gonna go maybe a couple minutes over but but here's here's what you're what you're talking about N- reading the Bible and because you're because you want to know who who he is. Yes. Not because you want to know more about you. We already have way too much going on yeah. in, in this world to tell us about ourselves, to say you're this and you're that and this do this self-help and that self-help and here's the five steps for this and here's all these things. But if we saw him for who that he who he really is. Mm-hmm. And we then we know we know how God works and we know who the Holy Spirit is and we know who Jesus really is. Mm-hmm. In doing this and in knowing this, this then can, which we talk about on this show all the time, can transform who we are as people. Yeah. And it does, it does indirectly and directly. Affect who we are and, and what we do, uh, how we live mm-hmm. our lives, um, and how we share with the rest of the world, and what we share, and how to, how to know how to address things like you do on your on your show. Uh, pronouns. Mm-hmm. How to how to talk to the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just at an event where we're we're surrounded with all different types of people mm-hmm. and backgrounds. And we were all there for the same reason, mm-hmm. and I love that because um, John Cooper, who's who was the one who mentioned all this, and I think I got it on my phone. I was like, he's about to go for it, and I just started of like, <laughs> like well, did yeah, you go? To go. To? And I was like, oh gosh, I gotta hear this. <laughs> but he was he was so um, he was so wonderful in making it very clear that we were all there because we all love music, and we really love his music. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of it. Was like you know we all were there for to see that main event and some other bands, but it was really cool because you see everybody cheering and getting excited. Mm-hmm. And nobody was angry with each other or hurting each other or, yeah. or coming at each other. And we're sitting next to, you know, um, someone who's transgender over here and a couple who showed up together and whatever that are surrounding us. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in a world, we're in their world and they're in ours. Yeah. And it's an interesting thing to me how we can still be in conversation but still stand firm in the things that we're convicted about because when we read the word of God, what that will do, how that will absolutely transform who we are because we're blown away at who he is. Mm-hmm. It's about what he's done and who he is and yeah. the things that he's continually doing. Um, but also just what he's already done. Mm-hmm. Like just literally just who God is as, as God is mm-hmm. incredible and so hard to wrap your mind around. But that's, that's kind of a, a big deal because when we go into the world, Mm-hmm. and you're going to school, and you're going to church, and you're going home, you're in a broken home, or you're you're feeling these feelings about your identity, and you don't know what to do about them. These are questions that can be answered by spending time with God, but because you know who he is who he is, and what he says about what you're going through. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like topical where he's like, now no. pick this topic and pick that topic. Nope. But you will, I want to say supernaturally in a sense, because it really is the Holy Spirit that goes, whoop, like well, brings and here, wisdom and light.
1: The other thing is what we started with too. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Not a lot of Christians understand who God is. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is really cool. There's something called classical Christianity, classical, it's fancy stuff. Yeah. But all it does is it goes over. No, it goes over who God is mm-hmm. in a sense of what it, what is actually true. Yeah. Now, imagine for a second that you are... I don't know what you just said. Like maybe like a topical Christian, mm-hmm. right? Like you, the Bible's a self help book for yeah, you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and,
1: and in a way, it kind of is. All right, to to be clear, but right. what, what I'm using that term for is how is this serving me, right. not who is God. Okay. Now, imagine for a second, your child comes up to you, or your best friend, or even your husband,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and says, "I want to change my pronouns." Yep. Or I want to change my gender. Whatever it is, and it can even be anything other than that. Mm. You have to realize and understand that there's going to be something that is going to test what you believe in. Yes. And topical topical things in the Bible aren't going to cut it. What's true? And what do you know is true about God? Yes. And then that informs you of how to react to things
0: to the topical things that will come to you yes. if it's
1: true yes you have
0: to know what you believe yes. is
1: true not yes. if it serves you or feels good
0: yes cuz sometimes it doesn't right okay. and that I, I brought that up to you the other yeah. day when I said I said um um, you have this one video when you're it's on Matthew seven one. Do not judge, or you two will be judged. Yeah. And you're like you're like yeah. My most the favorite like <laughs> yeah cultural favorite uh, you know a cultural favorite in the world is is this one because it's like you know don't judge me because you're gonna be judged yeah you know or whatever and it's a it's something we don't want to go there because we're afraid that either someone's gonna call us out or that that um like we have a right to to now judge mm-hmm. you but but. What what God is saying is is take that log out of your eye. Make sure that you're right before him. We still have the opportunity and the, the um, should I say right? What's another word for that? Uh, not obligation, but as, as a believer, we do judge in a sense. We do. Yeah, this
1: improper and proper judgment. There we go. There we go. And, and now imagine for a second, if I went up to you, okay, and say that you don't know the Bible very well, but mm-hmm. you've gone to church for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you can't judge me. It's in your Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have nothing to stand on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Is that true?
0: Yeah. And then you
1: have other things. Like I said, my background considering they used scripture. Yeah. You're talking about a belief system that says if you if you ask and have faith and believe it with all your heart, you must receive it. Yeah. And it's in the Bible, so it must be true. Right. If you don't know what that verse means, I just made a video about um uh uh John 10. <laughs> Mm-hmm, <laughs> four is <one>? yeah. <laughs> that the one in Psalm eighty-two um about you are gods? Do you even know what that means? Because mm-hmm. there's people by the thousands in your churches that believe that that scripture says Jesus said we're divine, mm-hmm. we're gods. Do you know what that means, Christian? Do you know your Bible well enough to it's understand? Very it's yeah, very important.
0: Topical stuff. I mean, it's great. But it doesn't prepare you for a spiritual battle, right? Topical, and, and, and on this show, I hope and pray that the topical is what is sort of it. it it's what kind of blooms from, yeah, the meat that is behind it. It's all, which it's is, not all, it's of not what all, it is. exactly there's deeper stuff, exactly. There. And it's and it's yeah. going to be deeper whether we like it or not. That's how it's going to especially go. with what our culture is doing, <laughs> yes. Like, yes, we yes. got to know. And so I encourage you to know your stuff, know the word of God. And I know I say it till I'm blue in the face on the show, like, are you in scripture? Are you praying? Are you asking God for wisdom? Ask him every day, like, because he'll, he'll open your eyes and you will see who he is. And then let him tell you what you need to do. And even there's a thing that you have on there. I don't know if it's Frank that did it or not. I can't remember. Which one is it? About God's voice.
1: Oh, does God
0: whisper? Is yeah, that oh, one. Oh, that's
1: Greg Coco. Cool, cool. That's there go. it goes. Brilliant. Yeah. And yeah. so
0: and it's really just, is God really telling you that? Or are you the person who's saying God said, God said, God said? How do you know that? Be very careful when you say that. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, just let's be careful. He has a
1: whole I hope he writes a book about it. Uh, it's a whole It thing. might be his next book.
0: And it's yeah. like, and we're gonna we're gonna be those people if we're and we are held accountable for that. Don't think that just because you said that to someone walked away, nothing happened, that you're just like free to go the Lord is very aware of what's going on. He, he hears all things, knows all things, and we are held accountable for what we do and say. Mm-hmm. So whether you're a teacher, at a, you are a, a leader, a teacher, a preacher, a pastor, a whatever, a ministry leader in your church, you are just at your house and you're just living your life with your family. Whatever that it is, we're held accountable for these things. So it's very important for us to take a deeper look into that and to know who God is so that we will know how to live in this world because He, because of who he is. Mm-hmm. Like literally just because of who he is. So I know we're out of time today. I want you to come back if you ever so want to. I would love to. Um, there's the last thing here. There, oh gosh, I, I wanted to get to so many amazing things in the world. Um, Let's just do se- I, two segments. We'll just do, we'll do four segments. Um, and so- <laughs> Thousand, four thousand. Yeah, so... Um, Um, (laughs) when you, uh, you said something, you, I think, and this is quoted from you. Mm. I believe this is your quote. You can correct me if I'm Use my words against me. Do Mm -hmm. it. I'm going to use your words against you. Set me straight, No, you say, (laughs) you say, uh, if truth harms your beliefs, then your beliefs are not grounded in truth. Yes. And you said that. Yes. Um, (laughs) I like that a lot because it's what I kind of am basing this entire show off of that if we're afraid to go there, then we'll never go there. But if we don't ever go there, I guess I can say it this way, it'll go there for us. So the things that we're covering up or hiding in our lives or going through, those are very real and tangible to us. But, the, but when we are in the word of God, he gives, he gives us such a beautiful picture of who he is and it transforms the way that we think It transforms the way that we live, it transforms the way that we see life. Mm -hmm. It gives us a brand new perspective. Have you Um, ever seen Pilgrim's Progress? Oh my gosh. The animated That's my mom's favorite. Yes, that's my favorite Uh, one! The animated one! (gasps) Yes. Yes! girl oh my gosh this is Check basically this was our first coffee this date is our, right here yeah um, welcome to our to welcome our to our world and
1: many to well come. as you're talking there's one thing i think of remember okay there's a scene that i love and i actually posted about this recently okay, um, where uh in the very beginning you have obstinate and pli- uh, pliable that's walking with christian yes do you remember what obstinate says oh my gosh tell me Can okay I so know? christian's walking and he's like it's all in here it's all in the word don't you understand in this book I, it says this and it says that, don't you see? An obstinate turns to him and he's like, no, I don't see. And quite frankly, I don't, I don't want, want to. to. I remember that. Yes. And that's really like a lot of Christians. Yeah. We are so feelings oriented. I'm telling you, Carl's book, We it, it's very humbling because yeah. we think that our feelings are God speaking. We think that our feelings are our moral compass, our GPS, when in reality, mm-hmm. um, that's actually like our downfall. So if it's true, it won't always feel good. Yep. It's true whether you like it or not. Yes. And that's my Jim Wallace is another person I work with. And yeah. um, he's like, I'm not a Christian because it feels it works for me. And I'm not a Christian because it feels good. I'm a Christian because it's true.
0: That's so great. Yeah. That's so great. Man, I wish we could talk for like 17 more hours. Um, I hope that you enjoyed today's show. It is, man, we could go forever on this. But what yeah. I, I hope that you take away is just that you're encouraged to. You don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to to be I'm an apologetic. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you know. I mean, you're very smart. I will say that much. I'm like, let's make sure we know that. But I'm smartish. <laughs> but it also this comes with time, and it comes with. Um, what did you say the day time is the. Best tattletale. Yeah, time is the best tattletale. Yeah, and and like the, it really is one of those things where where you just you just put that one foot forward, and God knows where you're at. He meets you where you're at. Yes. Um. Don't feel like you have to be like all these other guys that you can't pronounce their names or that you've got to go and and you've got to go to however many years of schooling to do this. That's not true. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the beauty about our Father in heaven and through Jesus and with the Holy Spirit is that this is not just, I say this a lot, but I mean it. It's not just church. This isn't what, this is not what this is. This is a real life tangible. Um, we're applying these things to our lives for how to how to really, really, truly know who he is so that we know how to live. We know where to go. But again, it's not about us. It's gonna, it's, it's really about how do we live to, to make him known. Like, do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. You tell the next person, do you know who he I didn't get that from myself. God literally gave that to me or whatever that it is. This is not, we are not in our own anything. We cannot lift a finger without his help. Mm-hmm. And, and he's the one who does the work. So we encourage you. And, and is there anything you want to tell our listeners or... Or anybody going through some stuff that's like, hmm, maybe I will.
1: I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. I don't think that you have to know the Bible in any fancy way. And just understand the, you know, what keeps coming to my mind as you're talking is like God's biggest problem he had in the Old Testament was idolatry. Mm. Because people kept wanting to go their own way, but they didn't know that. They didn't see it that way. And so with anything else that we do in life, there's an element of, you know, yearning for it and yes. trying to d- put in that work for it yes um it should be no different with you know daily bible reading daily bible study but don't just read it to kind of even if it seems boring yeah right um it's it's really not it's, it's about him and so whenever we change our perspective on that i think yes. that it will it'll help us and that
0: might our perspective when it changes it may change our uh, our pers- our our feelings towards something as well. Yeah. Even though our feelings don't always they shouldn't be leading anything, really. But they're great <laughs> indicators. Yeah, they are they're, like they're, I don't want to bash yeah, on emotions. I think they're motion. wonderful. They move you away. They're GPSs, though. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. They really are. So but with that said, I mean with a changed with a changed and healed heart through God's word, it changes our perspective and our preferences, mm-hmm. even um I really believe that. So yeah. anyway, thanks for being with us today. This is great. We love I you. can't wait to go over again on another Yay! show. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We love you so much. Please, please, please feel free to put anything you want in the comments below. Um, any questions that you have, you can even reach Melissa on her channel as well. Yeah. If you reach out to me, I'll, I'll still be reaching out to her if I have questions too. So we love you so much. Um, we hope to see you next time. So thank you for joining us. I'm Tamara and this is Quality Tam. This show is made possible in part by sponsors like Quality TAM's biggest fans, Amzy Joy, Joshua Grayson, and Jayla Ann. And if you or anyone you know would like to sponsor a show, visit QualityTAM.com. Remember to like and subscribe and follow Quality TAM on Facebook and Instagram. Chill, sure, bro. Quality TAM.